and welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host, Eric, and with me is my amazing co-host, Niels. Hello, everyone. Today, we're discussing what the theme of the new Disneyland Paris Lakeside Hotel could be, plus all the major news that's recently dropped. Awesome. Yes, there are so many great ideas that come to mind when it comes to the hotel and <gasps> the big leak we're gonna talk all about it but before we get to all that i did want to mention that this month's patreon exclusive show is all about the shows at disneyland paris we're gonna talk about past favorites like cinema chic and the tarzan encounter as well as present gems like mickey and the magician yeah you can get access to all that along with all of our other fabulous patreon exclusive shows on patreon.com slash and it all starts at just two euros so stick around to the end of the show for a short preview of that patreon exclusive exclusive show and of course thank you so much to everybody supporting air machique it makes all the difference yes absolutely so niels what's something that caught your eye in the world of disneyland paris news the past weeks well my news for this episode is the newport bay club uh, vaccination center (laughs) so that's the first vaccination hub in the seine a Marne department of France. And uh, well, it's in the Disney's Newport Bay Club Hotel. It opened early April and uh, well, it functions as a huge COVID-19 vaccination center where around 1,000 French people a day will get their uh, Pfizer vaccine in style. I think this is great. The hotel is not in use at the moment and uh, this way it can be utilized. And uh, I guess Disney can make at least some money in these difficult times. There's a good infrastructure, of course, to this four-star Disney hotel and uh, well, Newport Bay Club is huge. It's it's actually one of the biggest hotels in Europe. So a great high capacity location, I guess. Um, Yes. I just hope they skip all those physical check-in forms. (laughs) 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 But uh, no, without kidding, I think this is a great location to get your uh, vaccine uh, with a touch of Disney magic. And if you want one, of course, I'm just wondering if they will play some Disney music in the background. What do you think, Eric? I feel like they definitely need to. Like, I want to be hearing the (laughs) Newport Bay Club area music while I'm getting a wonderful Pfizer vaccine or whatever. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I'm so excited. I think it's fabulous that Disneyland Paris is devoting its space to help out Mm -hmm. with, you know, fighting the coronavirus and getting France back up on its feet. What a wonderful, huge location. Also, I cannot wait to see photos of how they transform and adapt the space to turn it into kind of a vaccination center temporarily. So that'll be kind of cool and unusual to see. Yeah, indeed. And I'm really wondering which let's say rooms they are using is it the restaurant is it the lobby you would guess that it's the lobby just because of ease of access right you know you go in yeah you have your check-in procedure maybe they set up temporary walls you know those kind of like just room mm-hmm. dividers yep. and you can go to a yep. room divider and get your shot and get the hell out of there so i'm also <laughs> wondering if they will utilize some cast members to uh, well do some crowd control yeah <laughs> they're quite experienced of course totally. uh, so uh, yeah let's wait for the pictures indeed i'm super jealous that i'm not living in paris <laughs> and can't go and experience that myself no. if i get vaccinated somewhere of course i want to get vaccinated at this not paris yeah. i mean what else <laughs> yeah <laughs> no brainer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay i was originally going to talk about how the Disneyland Paris app now supports mobile food ordering, which is a huge deal. Yes. For now, it appears to be limited to the Cafe Hyperion only, which makes sense. You know, they have enough space to test it out there. They can just close off a lane. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Also, there's no Apple Pay support since this seems to be running over some sort of third party platform integrated into the app. At the time of recording, there's also no annual pass holder discount. 
which might change in the future. I hope so. Yeah. You know, at this point, when it comes to mobile food ordering, I'll take whatever I can get when it comes along. <laughs> Disney Paris. So. But yeah, what I really, really, really want to talk about is the plans for Disney Village 2.0 that were recently leaked by outside ears. We just want to make it super clear that this has not officially been confirmed or released by Disney. So no. let's keep it in the rumors category. However, they do appear to be authentic. According to the visuals, the entire Disney Village complex will undergo a radical transformation. The North Block, currently consisting of the red monolith towers designed by Frank Gehry, will be completely redesigned and the surrounding buildings will receive various updated facades, breaking up the monotony and eliminating the aesthetic of the 1990s. So, fan favorite Annette's Diner would remain fairly faithful to what we have today, yes. although an IP-based rebranding inspired by the film Cars is being considered. Mm. So that'll be really interesting to see. I can see the Cars theme kind of fit the Annette's vibe, you know, going off what they have in California and Cars Land with all the neon, and yep. Annette is also very much known True. for its neon. Yep. I really love the interior the way it is now. Yeah, me too. So I hope any IP integration is tasteful. <laughs> but it just needs a little bit of a touch yeah. up, maybe some love. Yeah. But I can imagine that Disney uh, would like to integrate some IP. And, totally. Uh, well, if they do it, then it needs to make sense. And also the rock and roll music in the Cars films. It's fitting Annette, so yeah, definitely. I could see that work somehow. And maybe we can uh, get back uh, Café de Cascadeur <laughs> <laughs> from, from the Walt Disney Studios Park. That nice mobile restaurant so it's also a little bit of uh, a net style in my opinion so uh, if we can have that back someday then uh, i'm fine that they retheme annette's a little bit totally <laughs> totally that is like the best kept secret over at walt disney studio park i mean most people don't yeah. know it it's so small you just walk past it you don't even realize it's a restaurant a lot of the time it's closed mm -hmm. too to be fair but yeah it's yeah. a really really fun intimate disney dining experience and of course burgers yeah. and last couple of years we couldn't access it anymore yeah but uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. Really hope that it's coming back somehow. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So the general redesign vibe feels very... Okay, I would say the closest thing is Village Nature with lots of greenery and woodsy textures. I love the look. However, I'm concerned about the contemporary nature of it all. Like, I feel like in 20 years, it might seem outdated again mm. and i wonder if disney shouldn't stick to something maybe a bit more classic like 1920s glamour or something timeless instead yeah the large cover terrace currently located by the sports bar will be almost completely closed off so two-thirds of the way thanks to a brand new shutter system which would prevent the area from getting too cold in the winter and during the warmer months, the shutters could be opened up fully, allowing visitors to enjoy the good weather. Mm. This covered area would be redesigned to accommodate a brand new food court, which would offer a variety of food stands. The colored concrete pavement, <laughs> the current state of a limited overhaul attempt, will be replaced by a starry patterned walkway, which looks pretty cool. Yeah. The new walkway would consist of a mixture of tinted concrete as well as cobblestones. Additionally, several new planters and green areas will be created. Cafe Mickey, located at the end of the North Block, would also be completely redesigned and will likely host the sci-fi inspired, well, Toy Story inspired, I guess, yeah. restaurant Pizza Planet. Yeah. But an updated version of the original design. So it's not how it appears in the movies. It's kind of like its own interpretation of <laughs> Pizza Planet. But mm -hmm. it's a nice throwback to our Discovery Land where yeah, that restaurant exactly. is still there. Maybe they can still reuse uh, <laughs> some of the furniture <laughs> <I know. laughs> or props. Yeah, yeah. It's just sitting there empty, not being 
being used. Of course, most people don't realize it's there because it's so hidden in the back and yeah, wow, so odd. But it's still there. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I try to uh, well step up a bit and <laughs> take a picture with my phone <laughs> above my head, <laughs> and it's still there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so crazy. On the south side, where the Gaumont Disney Village Cinema is located. Well, the cinema itself would see a complete redesign of its facade. The giant sphere of the neighboring planet Hollywood would be yeah, completely demolished mm. to make way for a new building with a more conventional shape. Yep. Next door, King Ludwig's castle would also be covered with warmer colored materials and redesigned yeah, to appear in step with the new Disney Village visual guidelines. Billy Bob's could be expanded by a large wooden frame and glass surface as well. So... Yeah, besides Village Nature, if you want to get a good feel for the redesign, just look at the Starbucks currently there, yeah. which opened its doors in Disney Village in 2009. It really fits effortlessly into the new design system, so they won't have to do anything. <laughs> no, indeed. As one heads towards the lake, several major changes become visible. The building hosting the Rainforest Cafe would be mostly demolished and transformed. The new building would house the Hard Rock Cafe, serving a contemporary look. Now, I'm really excited for the Hard Rock Cafe because I'm a huge <laughs> Hard Rock Cafe fan. They've been really struggling during this pandemic. You know, I feel like mm -hmm. almost every day you're reading that a Hard Rock is closing somewhere yeah. internationally. Yeah. yeah, it'd be cool to get a Hard Rock Cafe there. I really liked uh, Planet Hollywood, though. I'm a bit bummed out about the a giant ball being completely demolished. I wish they could have maybe just, you know, fixed it up nicely because it was so yeah, unique. Or, or do something similar to the Disney Springs version yeah. of uh, Orlando. Yeah, totally. It's still a circle-shaped building, but uh, more like... A, it's very unique looking. Yeah. A Planet Watch <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> location totally. instead of, uh, well... Like a planetarium. Being, uh, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I wish they would have kept more of the original character in the concept. I feel like you could definitely adapt that and modernize it and make it look very unique. But it's still rumors, so maybe they change it, Eric. Yes, of course. Everything's open <laughs> maybe they're listening. changes. Yeah. <laughs> they were just leaking these concept arts. Yeah, to get and, uh, our thoughts on it, right? So they can yeah, fix what's... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> So a large chairs would also be installed instead of the current rock work, you know, so you can enjoy your meal by the lake, which I love. I think yeah, it's so great that they're including cool. the lake in the new updated Disney Village and, you know, making use of that beautiful waterfront property. So Earl of Sandwich is also completely safe. It wouldn't change on the opposite side of the lake, currently home to the Disney Village Dome. Well, that would make room for several new shops. So in phase two of Disney Village would be connected to the Paul Cerami Roundabout, and there a new building would house a brewery-type restaurant on the ground floor, as well as a McDonald's, which would remain accessible to the right-hand side of that building. Mm. But most of the restaurant would be located upstairs, as well as a large terrace located by the lake, which currently hosts the Jungle Quad Circuit. So for those of you who don't know, this is kind of like a sad-looking mini electric car track <laughs> for yeah. very little kids. Yeah, that would be entirely repurposed to an outdoor dining area for the restaurants there. Yeah, that's really nice. And the terrace, of course, matches the one that the Hard Rock Cafe would be using. So it's all visually congruent. Yeah, and it makes the lake the centerpiece of the new Disney Village. Yeah, exactly. Now the lake is really, well, a part of the hotel area. Yes. It's a little bit, well, not fully utilized in my opinion. As you can walk around it uh, when you go to a hotel, but there's hardly any benches or any nice views from a restaurant or yeah, 
So I'm really happy that they involve it yeah. <laughs> in Disney Village. I completely yeah. agree. I think Waterfront is so charming. So yeah. utilizing that in an effective way makes total, total sense. That's my favorite part about these new plans, really. Yeah. The schedule of this expansion is currently unknown. And despite Daniel Delcourt, by the way, who is the chief operating officer of Disneyland Paris, repeated announcements, the project is still far from the construction phase. The acquisition of restaurant chains as well as partner brands is still underway and the recent installation of tiny shops is an indication that they are not going away anytime soon. No. <laughs> Again, these plans are in the preliminary phase. Final results may vary. So <laughs> this is already a really nice teaser taste of what is to come and you can definitely see in which direction they want to move, yeah, which is great. Exactly. Really exciting. Okay, so one, one last thing before we move on to the hotels. I did want to mention that Jim Hill recently reported on the Disney Dish that his sources say that Walt Disney Imagineering still has plans to build a yeah, Rise of the Resistance so and Smugglers Run type rides for the Walt Disney Studios <laughs> expansion. Yeah. We probably have to wait so, uh, 10 more years, but, uh, well, we get it. Forever, but it's still on track. Yes. I'm so excited. This is one of those things we were originally totally not sure about, whether we would even get, like, an mm -hmm. e-ticket attraction in our version of the Star Wars land. So this is super exciting. However, unlike the American parks, the rides as well as the entire land's theme would shift. So moving away from an original story like Batu to a place we have become familiar with in the films and the series, especially the Star Wars series released on Disney+, Plus, considering the success of The Mandalorian. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I guess for the e-ticket attraction, you really wouldn't no. have to change too much of no. the main storyline since it takes place on like a battle mm -hmm. cruiser right so only the opening and yeah. the end would need to be adapted to fit the new location they don't have to change the whole ride system yeah i can just well re-theme it indeed and uh, yeah that's super smart totally and the people will feel more connected to a story that they actually know with the famous characters so uh, yeah that totally makes sense to do i would love to see some mandalorian integration in the parks yeah. or some of the fabulous places that we've seen in the Mandalorian mm -hmm. series. And I'm just so blown away that we're getting something at all. So we're not going to get anything before 2025. That much is clear. Probably later due to mm -hmm. all the delays due to yeah. coronavirus, COVID-19 and the closure. So everything's kind of been slowed down or paused or completely halted. However, it's not off the table. So no. that is great. No, and, and <laughs> even Bob Chapek said in one of his speeches back a while that uh, there's definitely a third land coming to Walt Disney Studios Park. So that was already the confirmation that yes. well, the third land, which originally was the Star Wars land, is not off the table. And now, well, this Disney dish uh, rumors. Totally. Uh, so yeah, that's really exciting. But first, they will finish the Marvel land, of course, with the reworked, rethemed rock and roller coaster to uh, Iron Man coaster, opening the Pim Kitchen and the Spider Man ride. And then uh, I guess they will dig the lake and create the frozen land uh, so that we at least have a nice ice palace and the full lake. And I really yeah. hope we get that uh, nighttime show and some nice restaurants uh, around the lake as soon as possible. After that, uh, they will start building our version of uh, Galaxy's Edge. Or, oh, yeah. Or maybe it will be called differently, but uh, yeah. Part of me still wishes they would have built the lake and Frozen Land yeah. first before closing down Rock mm -hmm. and Roller Coaster and converting that area exactly. to Marvel just yeah. to give the park more yeah. capacity. However, <laughs> yeah, me too. you know what? Fine. Do whatever you want, Disney. I'm really excited either way. Yeah, but, but, but now on, on the new park maps, they also took out the motor action stunt show. 
the venue is still there, but uh, they took out the cars, the explosions, and, and also the logo. So it's pretty sure that that show is not coming back. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. also a huge capacity venue. So uh, yeah. I always really enjoyed that show. I'm kind of sad to see it go. It was very much a staple. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bit outdated, I think. Yeah, that's true. And it was also a bit boring. In between the action. Yeah, in between the action. And they were explaining yeah. all the stunts in French, in English. And that's true. If you saw it once or twice, then yeah, it was a bit too long-winded in my opinion to uh, do it over and over again it's definitely something like that that we need in the park with some action and yeah how about a, like an outdoor marvel stunt yeah. show that would be pretty yeah. cool and they could reutilize that amphitheater maybe update it a bit exactly yeah yeah, yeah. i'm really fun. hoping that we get it back someday with a the marvel theme and we can go to sokovia and see big explosion <laughs> <laughs> no, something that'd like that be really yeah. fun <laughs> scarlet witch yeah <laughs> so disneyland paris is full of great hotels that are themed to everything from a western style the hotel cheyenne to new york and marvel like the new hotel new york the art of marvel lack of demand for on-property hotels has been an issue in the past at disneyland paris however with the walt disney studios 2.0 expansion as well as disney village 2.0 lots of 2.0s <laughs> disneyland paris is expecting a surge of new visitors and therefore high hotel occupancy which is great yeah now niels and i are just having some fun here and presenting our dream hotel ideas <laughs> for disneyland paris yes <laughs> some armchair imagineering huh? yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> niels would you do us the honors of presenting your first idea yeah so we already we have three hotels around the lake, a national park theme, yeah. Sequoia Lodge, a nautical theme, Newport Bay Club, and an urban one, the New York one. True, true. So something fairy tale or something too exotic for the Parisian weather or something science fiction wouldn't fit in between these, well, real world themes, in my opinion. Yeah. It needs to fit the current lake area. So I started thinking about real world themes <laughs> that could be complementary to the three other hotels. So my first idea was a, well, a countryside hotel, healthy food from the European countryside, maybe served uh, family style when the food is served on large platters meant for sharing oh, rather nice. than uh, ordering individual plates. And this feels classic and it could easily be themed with uh, Mickey, Donald, Chip and Dale and other classic Disney characters, I think. Those do have countryside connections in the older shorts or comics and it could be a nice way to meet guests with these characters in farmer outfits. Uh, the building itself could also look like a huge barn or something like that. So with the new Disney Village plans, I'm not sure <laughs> if that is really fitting in, but uh, yeah, I would love to see something like that. And I was thinking as this whole area of Marne-la-Vallée used to be farmer's land, of course, before Disneyland Paris was built. So there was a lot of protest against the Euro Disney plans that time. But as uh, we all know, the theme park resort was built and the farmers uh, <laughs> yeah. lost their land. So Poor farmers. Yeah. <laughs> poor farmers but this hotel theme could be let's say in honor of these farmers and uh, it could maybe use some traditional architecture colors and props or even food from the area so really like a local countryside hotel and this would make it truly unique to Disneyland Paris as well and not something that you <laughs> would easily open over in Walt Disney World or Disneyland Anaheim yeah, I would love to see something like that. And I was also thinking this theme could also fit the Halloween season. So oh. this could be the first DLP hotel that completely transforms during that season. Halloween basically is a celebration of the harvesting season. 
And the Halloween parade or the cavalcade floats that we already have are full of grain and corn, nuts, fruit, autumn leaves, pumpkins. And all those characters, they already have matching outfits. eh? Like Donald as a real farmer on a float complete with a farmer's fork and a shovel. Those are so cute. Yeah, so you could make these characters in their Halloween cavalcade outfits exclusive meets in that hotel, uh, for instance, during the Halloween season. So... um, I would love to see a countryside hotel and then also integrate it with the Halloween season. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that's my first idea. What's your idea, Eric? Okay, so unlike your subtle integration, my first idea is going to stick out like a sore thumb. (laughs) So I thought it'd be really fun to do a steampunk themed hotel. I think our Discovery Land is so unique and I would love to see that in hotel form. Plus, steampunk and hotels is something that Disney has never really tackled directly before. No. So here's the whole fantasy. Okay. (laughs) So the first thing that's going to catch your eye is the front of the hotel, which would be this gorgeous Victorian greenhouse-like structure with lots of glass and organic shapes, Mm. similar to what you see in Tony Baxter's concept art for the never-built Discovery Bay. If you look in the there there's like this glassy structure Mm. so the unique rock work like the one you can find in discovery land has been placed around the entrance area of the hotel and actually integrates itself into the lake so it looks like it's rising out of the water oh nice a new victorian boardwalk with an elaborate glass roof also connects the hotel to the walkways to disney village (laughs) 2.0 as well as a rethemed panorama chic which is now housed in a victorian themed hot air balloon so Passing through the sliding glass doors, which give off a little burst of steam when they slide open, we (laughs) enter the main lobby with light and unique and exotic looking plants hanging above our heads. And hotel guests are lounging around in comfortable armchairs below. So golden multi-arm robots that look kind of like the light fixtures in the queue of Space Mountain Hmm. are suspended from the ceiling and move throughout the hotel lobby, spraying a light water mist on the plants every once in a while for show and kinetic energy. And the reception desk itself is made up of an elaborately carved dark wooden panel with a kinetic artwork behind it made up of turning cogs and some bubbling concoctions, all looking very scientific yet aesthetic, (laughs) with long suspended steel wires coming out of the top which connect to the metallic Victorian elevators behind the check-in desk giving the impression that this aesthetic machine is what's powering the elevators so it's all like Mm. interconnected before we head up to the elevators i wanted to explain the back half of the hotel building so the front half is the glass but the back half is made up of an active volcano (laughs) discovery (laughs) mountain yes it's very much inspired by like tokyo disney seas mount prometheus Mm, the hotel rooms themselves will actually be housed directly in the volcano as if the proprietor of the hotel was like some kind of crazy mad adventurer scientist who wanted to test the limits of his steampunk technology and build his hotel right on the energy source since Mm. you know there's that whole rumor that space mountain is powered by volcanic energy or thermal energy or whatever back in the lobby we enter the elevator to head up to our floor as the elevator starts to lift up we see that the floor below us is actually made of glass and we can see the lava of the (laughs) volcano bubbling beneath our feet so this could all be done with you know some really fun screens and the floors turn opaque as we lift up further and further and we get a great view of the lake through the glass lobby and we lift up into the volcano 
So as the elevator doors slide open, they reveal that we have been upgraded into the Volcania suite at the very top of the volcano. And yes, the elevator doors open right into the suite and there's a fabulous balcony that looks like it's been carved directly into the volcanic <laughs> stone with a fabulous steampunk interior with lots of fun scientific baubles standing around and they're all like copper and goldish and looking pretty cool. It looks like a suite that would belong to Captain Nemo himself. So nice. that'd be really fun. Really nice. And of course, there's a fabulous steampunk inspired copper shower and the living area table looks like it could be found in the Nautilus. <laughs> and they're serving squids. Yeah, they have to be. They have to be. <laughs> Calamari's tonight, please. <laughs> okay, so my fabulous Jules Verne steampunk type hotel. I don't know what, what it would be called, like Volcania Inn, uh, Nautilus Express. I don't know. I don't have a good name for it. They, they need to think of something. But <laughs> if you guys have an well, idea. Discovery Mountain. Discovery Mountain, yeah. <laughs> This is the mountain you can actually sleep in. We finally have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it would be really cool if they would build something like this and maybe even better to build it in the place where now the Pizza Planet restaurant is uh, just behind the uh, Discovery oh Theater. Gosh. And that you have a direct connection yes. to Discoveryland. Yeah, and you could look night into it. the parks close. Yes, yeah, so or cool. yeah, that you have some exclusive access to... Well, parts of it yeah that'd yeah, be that fabulous be cool. <laughs> i feel like since this location is so premium it's right by disney village it's super yeah. close to the park it's gonna be some kind of premium hotel in my opinion yeah. like i feel like they're not gonna put some two-star thing in there it's gonna be four star plus no so maybe my uh, countryside hotel is a bit uh, <laughs> well not chic no, enough <laughs> but you could make that expensive yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah up class farmers make everything organic and just you know charge a bunch yeah. more <laughs> yeah true yeah, that, yeah you're right they find a way yeah i mean they're gonna charge a premium for that hot hot real estate mm -hmm. yeah so what's your second idea niels yeah i have one more idea in it i've thought about something classic to put in there a structure with the looks of a classic american museum like the smithsonian museum or the american museum of national history oh. and that last one was where the night at the museum films were shot so maybe that gives a little bit of an idea how that museum looks like and it would fit along the lake right next to the classic looks of newport bay club it's a different style but well both have a historical real world theme so well not making it totally disconnected look i think nice this typical museum look should be home to well a museum of course so instead of just creating a hotel i would love to see a real museum inside a disney history museum of course from the young Walt to oswald to mickey the innovative animation and film techniques that walt disney created still live action films and even the more recent acquisitions like pixar lucasfilm even fox maybe even history of the disney parks so everything else well the disney company nowadays <laughs> has to offer should be in there so like a full disney history tour and i would love to see old photos documentary films uh, some real props from the disney uh, archives maybe temporary and changing exchange items from the Walt disney uh, family museum in america Ooh, yeah great idea they could even integrate some of the studio tram tour or armageddon yeah. props eh? stuff that we had over at the Walt disney studios parks uh, some of those cool cars yeah they have some really nice things that they uh, probably can reuse there and i think that museum should be accessible for everyone with a park ticket a hotel pass or maybe an annual pass 
And anyone else could buy an entrance ticket. And it would be uh, nice to combine the museum with a night out at uh, Disney Village, for example. So not something that's just a nice addition to a visit to the theme parks, but also uh, for the people from Paris or the neighborhoods. It's a nice uh, day out. And in the hotel part, we definitely need to see more props, old pictures on the walls, old movie posters. But I would also love to see screens everywhere playing classic Disney cartoons, old trailers from classic films, uh, maybe some film snippets and... It would be really nice if these connect to the films that are also present in the parks, like the Swiss Family Robinson, the Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, Pirates of the Caribbean, and so on. So yeah, to wrap it up, I would love to do something in this place that is more than just a hotel, something that really connects the hotel area to Disney Village and also add some more entertainment to Disney Village. So uh, yeah, something like that would be uh, really awesome. I think that's a fabulous idea. This sounds like as if the art of animation was like a five-star, elegant, classy resort. I think it's a brilliant concept. I could really imagine staying there and just the lobby having such a calming atmosphere with interesting ancient not ancient but <laughs> historical <laughs> objects historical standing objects, around yeah. that yeah. have lots of story behind them and you know you can put little elegant plaques here and there we can read yeah. some of the stories and, exactly yeah. yeah and the kinetic energy of the cartoons would also be really fabulous yeah, yeah i love it true yeah and i remember that when i visited walt disney world in hollywood studios they had an attraction like a little museum i think it was called walt disney presents or something like that oh, yeah just a historical timeline that you walk through with uh, some props and a lot of uh, information on the walls but it's a little bit too static in my opinion Mm -hmm, but uh, mm -hmm. they can upgrade that and they have a theater in the back of that building already showing a documentary about uh, the history of disney so there's a lot of stuff that they can probably reuse or like i said there's a disney family museum of course we have the Walt disney archive so yeah if they could do something with that then they can keep it interesting with changing expositions or something like that. So uh, yeah, yeah that's really that. cool. Yeah. yeah, I love the idea of like a hotel slash museum all integrated into one. Very elegant. So your second idea. Yeah, so my second idea was very much inspired by a piece of concept art for Disney Village that was never executed. So the art, which you can look at on our social media channels, the art depicts an outdoor restaurant setting in a New Orleans, Louisiana style, which is really cool. The restaurant patio overlooks a canal with gondoliers ferreting visitors from A to B, as well as a large building in the rear, which look very much like they could also be a hotel or also a town. Mm -hmm. First of all, the scene is dropped at gorgeous with massive swamp-like trees in the water. However, I think it wouldn't be wise to build it as is since the buildings just look a little bit too similar to the Newport Bay Club architecture. Mm. There wouldn't be enough stylistic contrast between the two. However, the gondolas really inspired me and reminded me of the fantastic and so-so gorgeous Tokyo Disney Sea Hotel Maricosta. Mm. So the hotel is themed after the ports of Portofino and Venice, and the interior design is by Kenneth Gomes. Since we mentioned the premium real estate earlier, a five-star resort like this would fit perfectly in that plot of land and add some Venetian flair to You could elegantly integrate and expand the canal that already runs near the plot of land they're planning to build on 
and have cast members dressed up as gondoliers, serenade visitors. <laughs> nice. If you've never had the pleasure of looking at photos or videos of Hotel Miracosta, it is time well invested. So yeah, yeah. thank me later. <laughs> the place is drop dead gorgeous. Like the grand hotels once found all over Europe, its exterior appears to be made of multiple buildings when in fact it is all one large interconnected hotel. As you enter the lobby, you are immediately overwhelmed by the humongous atrium, intricately designed with ceiling murals and large red marble columns lining the walls. The centerpiece of the atrium is a large copper sail ship, and all the walls are intricately painted in a white and red color palette that match the red marble columns. Mm. The entire floor is made up of marble and features a large compass-like design pointing west, north, east, and south. After checking in, you step into the elegant dark wood elevators until you reach your floor. Now, in Tokyo Disney Sea, they offer you three primary room view options. So, Tuscany, which faces the gardens in Japan. So, these could face the Newport Bay Club in Paris. Mm, Venice, yeah. which overlook the park entrance in Japan. These could overlook Disney Village in Paris. And the Creme de la Creme, Porto Paradiso, which face Mount Prometheus, which is the highlight of Tokyo Disney Sea. And could face Lake Disney in Paris. Hmm. So the hotel hallways are long and light colored. Entering your Porto Paradiso, Prada Arnada, darling, <laughs> room, you see a gorgeous view of Lake Buena Vista as well as the Sequoia Lodge. Nice. The view should also come in handy for Disney's magical bonfire or any future shows that Disneyland Paris may or may not be planning there. <laughs> Picture it. A warm summer's evening, sitting on your Venetian balcony overlooking Lake Disney and enjoying yeah. a wonderful show. Or, you know, during the wintertime, sitting in one of the comfortable armchairs by the large winter garden like windows overlooking the canals with the gondolas drifting by while you sip your hot chocolate so i want it i want it now <laughs> <laughs> sounds well like a fairy tale yeah. yeah. <laughs> my concern for the new hotel is that it will not really be themed so intensely since disney especially in europe currently has a bit of a fable for contemporary architecture true so <laughs> looking at the new cast member housing and the technically not disney but still kind of disney on property Village Natur. Yeah, and the new concept art for Disney Village 2.0, it feels like it's all going in that direction. Yeah. Contemporary wood greenery architecture direction. So I would really appreciate something timeless with nods to our modern life subtly integrated into the hotel here and there when it's necessary. But perhaps the hotel and Disney Village 2.0 style could even be consistent, so integrating into one another. So that thought I had there was when I wanted the Disney Village 2.0 to look very Mediterranean <laughs> and Venetian, so it would be classic yeah. timeless, not a contemporary, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that could be like a Mediterranean-style shopping village that connects directly to the new hotel. Which would be, you know, very fancy yeah. and expensive. So, well, yeah, that's exactly. not happening. But yeah, <laughs> but it would be cool. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, and it would be really great if you have a nice balcony, indeed, with a lakeside view. It would be magical, especially during uh, well hot summer yeah, nights. Totally. Yeah, totally. Nice. Niels, where can people find you? People can find me um, at uh, Instagram at Capturing Disney Parks, or uh, well, visit my website CapturingDisneyParks.com to uh, well access uh, all my social channels, spotlight interviews, and podcasts. Uh, so uh, yeah see you there <laughs> yes now before we go i did want to thank some of our patrons and you can also get a shout out with the newport bay clip tier on patreon.com slash so thank you to anna from my dlp life jen jerry josh and 
tulips. <laughs> thank you so much, everyone. Yes, thank you, guys. You guys, be sure to follow Aramagique on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for more neat Disneyland Paris content. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review on your favorite platform. It really makes a difference and helps new folks discover the show. And if you do, we might read it on a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. Stay safe and have a wonderful day. Yes, bye-bye. bye-bye. Yes, my last pick is the Marvel Superheroes United show, as you already uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> mentioned. It's a live-action superpower hero stage <laughs> show <laughs> that was performed during the last two Marvel seasons at uh, Walt Disney Studios Park. I think we chose a lot of <laughs> Walt Disney Studios Park shows, uh, It's by true. The way. It's kind of like the show part. Yeah. Uh, good shows. Yeah, I just realized that. I think, yeah, the Frozen show is, of course, Disneyland Park, but the other ones that we just discussed are all in the studios. Very true. But, well, this one was performed during the last two Marvel seasons in the former Cinemagique Theater that got upgraded and is now known as the Studio Theater. There's a huge stage with one of the largest LED screens in Europe, 30 video projectors, and there are even LED screens on the side of the theater nowadays. Super impressive. Yeah, that's already impressive indeed. And above all, everything is in place for incredible sets and special effects. So this Marvel show perfectly fits the rich possibilities of the new uh, theater, bringing the power of Marvel really to life in a, yeah, in a very spectacular way. I really had goosebumps and almost uh, some tears just seeing the spectacular cinematic introduction uh, with the iconic Marvel logo on that huge screen being really sharp with a powerful music uh, really blasting into the theater. So it just touched me. <laughs> and the show even made dwarf indoor drones, although <laughs> those caused some technical oh, yeah. issues, uh, unfortunately. But still, it was the first time ever that Disney used indoor drones. A really cool effect and nice that Disney is trying new technologies to incorporate in their shows. But besides a lot of great effects and visual delights, the acting was also quite impressive with some great aerial uh, choreography. Yeah, and Superheroes United didn't have a really spectacular story, in my opinion, but it definitely was an epic adventure that Marvel fans will love. So we basically watched the Avengers trying to defeat Warlord Thanos. And in those 30 minutes, fans don't get just a couple of Avengers on stage, but a whole bunch of them. Iron Man, Spider-Man... Captain America there, Hulk, or, well, Bruce, actually. Thor. So cool. Yeah, Doctor Strange, which it's really nice uh, <laughs> effects. <laughs> Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, uh, Nebula, and even Black Panther. So, yeah, they're all there. And that's, I think, even more important than... <laughs> The actual story as uh, well that's what you want to see as a marvel fan of course unfortunately we couldn't experience the show um, in uh, 2020 as the marvel season uh, got cancelled due to the COVID 19 pandemic of course but uh, i was happy to see it in both 2018 and 2019 and for 2019 they even made some changes due to the well the technical issues <laughs> that they had in uh, 2018 as mentioned earlier but uh, they also added some other improvements including the lighting which really got well spectacular in the 2019 uh, version so this really was a treat for uh, all marvel fans and uh, yeah, i was really happy that even though they cancelled the marvel season in uh, 2020 that they still used the theater to meet marvel characters during the summer 2020 uh, reopening and uh, well 
get a bit of that feeling of this superheroes united show <laughs> while being <laughs> yourself on the big stage that was really spectacular as well so were you able to experience the show yeah, regrettably uh, i've not yet been able to i really want to i've seen the youtube videos of course which oh, look okay. lovely but it's not the same as experiencing it in person no. i'd love to see the characters live and real. i think it's so cool that you can see yeah. on screen representations of your favorite superheroes at the parks uh, that's something you can't do in orlando due no. to licensing issues with universal exactly come yeah. to paris <laughs> this is really unique to paris indeed yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun yeah. and they do a really good job with the costumes yeah. also very impressive yeah. again with the meet and greets because they're speaking all these different languages especially the face characters like black widow and thor so you hear them speaking yeah. english and True. french german you know they know <laughs> a few lines in pretty much every language it's a lot of fun of course yeah the show they do a really great job with special effects with that show the narrative itself you know it's fine whatever but the effects are really what yeah. sell this show the effects the characters yeah. the music that's really making it marvel and yeah as i said the story is not that good but yeah. uh yeah it's a way to bring all this marvel power to the stage in well a 20 30 yeah i think a 30 minute show so that's uh yeah that's really cool. Yeah. Now, this was just a short preview of the full-length Patreon-exclusive show. You can get access to the fantastic exclusive, plus all of our previous bonus episodes, the best cues, Disneyland Paris trivia, 2020 highlights, and much, much more for just €2. Euro. Now on patreon.com slash link in the show notes.